0: This is Healing Justice, a podcast bridging conversations at the intersections of collective healing and social change. I'm your host, Kate Warning, and this is the first practice of season two. Hey! We are so excited to be offering you this practice that Rihanna Anthony from Icarus Project will be leading us through. And it corresponds with the conversation we had with Rihanna and Augustina Vidal last week called Destigmatizing Mental Health. The conversation is really good, so I recommend that you go and listen to the episode before this one to get some groundwork before you dive into this practice. But this practice is really amazing. It's called Mad Maps. It is a really foundational practice of Icarus Project, and Icarus has been around for a long time. It's a support network and an education project by and for people who experience the world in ways that are often diagnosed as mental illness. They advance social justice by fostering mutual aid practices that reconnect healing and collective liberation. In this week's practice, there's a couple options for how you can engage. You can do this practice alone. You can do it together in a group. But if you're going to be doing it now, live as you listen, I recommend that you start by opening up the show notes on whatever podcast listening platform you're using. That's just the description of the episode. And there's a link right there to a worksheet that Rihanna made just for you to be able to follow along with this practice uh, that you might want to pull up and open. If you're not finding it clearly in the show notes, I recommend that you come and join us on the podcast listening platform called Radio Public. It's free to download on your phone. It works for iPhone or Android. Um, And the show notes are really easy to see in that app. That's my favorite app for that reason. So go ahead and pull that up. That way you have the questions written out. You can either print the worksheet, or if you don't have access to a printer, you can look at the questions written there and then use a journal or a blank piece of paper to make your own Mad Map. So you'll need something to write with. You'll need something to write on. Um, And as you listen to Rihanna, feel free to listen all the way through and just get a sense of the instructions and then come back and use the worksheet later, or you can pause the podcast every time Rihanna pauses between a question or a reflection time. You can pause the audio, do your own journaling, and then come back and hit play when you're ready. So without more words, let's go ahead and dive into practice with Rihanna Anthony.
1: Hello, this is Rihanna Anthony with the Icarus Project, and I'm really glad to be here today to Introduce a tool that Icarus has been using over the course of multiple years and iterations called Mad Maps. Along the way, uh, we've learned that our communities are impacted by societal systems in different ways and that those differences affect our mental health. Our guides at Icarus Project, we take the approach that important issues such as oppression and intergenerational trauma. And we invite you in this practice to join us in crafting some solutions and helping to transform your relationship to your own health and also the help of your communities. Mad maps are wellness tools that we use that, We are articulating our desires and our dreams, the things that we care most about that help us define our lives. Uh, By creating and sharing your Mad Map, you make it a lot easier for the people around you to provide what you really need to feel better and to help navigate rough times. And Mad Maps are also documents that we create for ourselves as a reminder of our own goals. Uh, What about what's important to us, our personal signs of struggle and our strategies for self-determined well-being. Um, in this exercise with Mad Maps, you're going to record lessons that you've learned during hard life experiences so that with the help of others, you can avoid making the same or uh, more harmful mistakes again um, that could be a detriment to your health. Um, you can think of Mad Maps as a letter to your future self or to people that you care about. And so we're going to walk through some questions to help you construct your own Mad Map and to begin that process of, of defining um, how to do that for yourself. So uh, first things first, uh, to start the exercise, you wanna get one to two pieces of paper and something to write with. Once you have that piece of paper with you, I want you to draw a horizontal line down the right or the left side of your paper, which is gonna create a small column. After you've put that line down your paper, I would then want you to divide your paper horizontally into five large sections. You should have five large sections and an adjacent column on the left or the right side when you're done. Okay, so in the five sections, we're gonna label them some different things that are gonna help us work through our Mad Map. In the first section, I want you to label it, number one, my identity. In the second section, I want you to label number two, my purpose. In the third section, you're going to label number three, landscapes of my experience. In the fourth section, you're going to label taking care of basics. And in five, you're going to label preventing an intervening crisis. The small column is going to act as a place for you to reflect on how this process lands on you. So that is for your own personal thoughts or reflections. Oftentimes, questions lead to more questions. Um, So we invite you to take note, as needed, about what this exercise brings up for you. What was difficult to answer about some of the questions And why? What is that rooted in? What do you have an idea about what may help you to get to those answers? Just reflect on the process as you go along. Okay. so we're going to start with the first section, starting with the first section. The My Identity section is going to ask us, what are key aspects of my identity and what language do I use to describe it? I'll repeat, what are key aspects of my identity and what language do I use to describe it? The My Identity section also asks, what are the values that guide my life? What are the values that guide my life? Reflect and jot that down in the first box. Moving to the second section, number two, my purpose. My purpose asks, what are the most important things in my life? What are my goals? What really matters to me? What do I need from myself to achieve those goals? And what do I need from others to achieve those goals? Number three, landscapes of my experience. What language does the mental health system use to describe my mental health struggles? What language do I use to name my mental health struggles in different states of mind? So the first one is asking, what language does the mental health system use? And then what language do you personally use to name your mental health struggles? Also in this box, we want to take some considerations into our experiences of oppression in the ways that that is interplayed with our experience. And so you want to also ask in this section, how does oppression affect the way that you perceive yourself? What are some social consequences of oppression that you experience? And how does oppression impact your mental, emotional, and physical health? So the first three questions really allow us to mine some of those personal experiences to build a narrative around what we believe, what we believe about ourselves, and even sometimes how you've been interpreted in the world and in your own experience and to be able to make and put some words to that, that way you can fully understand the ways that you've come to understand your experience. Um, We use narrative medicine a lot to help us get to self-definition, to self-determination. And so those three sections are related in that way. Next, I want you to take a brief moment to pause, before we move into the next section, I would like you to take some time to reflect in that side column that, uh, that is on your paper. What is coming up for you? Are there any new insights or revelations that you're having about yourself or your experience? Just go ahead and note those on the side and move to the next section when you're ready on the track. In the next two sections, we're gonna delve into translating our experiences into plans and practices that are gonna help us build support toward our care, our dreams and our desires. At Icarus Project, we understand sustainability and wellness looks different for all of us and that there's no one way to do it. Oppression and exploitation impacts our experiences and disproportionately impacts certain communities over others. We also know that our work must be healing and sustainable. The revolution is not gonna happen next Thursday. We are in it for the long haul and we must have an eye towards sustainability in order to be successful. Often, interplay of our mental health and burnout culture keeps activists and organizers away from our movements. By shifting our culture, we are opening more space to show up more fully, create space for new people to join and to grow our movements. It doesn't always look like just taking a break, or though it could, but it's also about transforming the work itself to be uplifting and affirming toward your humanity. We are building the world that we are fighting for, a world of transformation, not transaction and disposability, and we wanna reflect those values. And so in this next section, we wanna recognize support as something that can be practical. It's often interpreted as intuitive or natural that support and care comes, but we're not always given the skills to be able to relate it to support. Some of us are, some of us are not, and people often feel scared to offer it a lot of times and not wanting to say the wrong thing, fear of doing too much, being too much that is being asked of them, et cetera. And so the next two sections are really going to help us to delve in what are the practical ways that your experience can be translated. So moving to section four, taking care of our basics. So section four asks us, how do you know when you are well? In this question, articulate what are the signs, what are the signals, what are the symptoms that let you know that you are well? Try to be as specific as you can here. What does it feel like to be well? List all the things you need to do daily, weekly, or even monthly to feel well. And then lastly, How would you explain those needs to others? Moving to the last section, number five, preventing and intervening in crisis. Because we know the ways in which we are cyclically drawn into crisis, we can begin to make plans about how we want to deal with crisis when it comes. So in this section, I want you to take some time to explore the following questions. What are specific warning signs that I am not well? Similar to four, try to be as specific as possible, listing symptoms or signs or things that you notice about yourself when you are not well. How does it feel when you are not well? How do you cope with the impact of oppression? What are those mechanisms? Tools can help you face your crisis, including tools that have worked well in the past or things that you've seen work well for others. And this last piece is really critical and is going to help you to build out a lot of your your mad map of how you want people to relate to you. What concrete things can people do to help in those moments? Thank you so much for joining me and beginning to use Mad Maps tool as a way to start investing in your emotional wellness journey. Thank you for joining us for
0: a practice with Rihanna Anthony of Icarus Project in making Mad Maps. You can learn more about Icarus at theicarusproject.net. You can also download the next episode, which is the same practice in Spanish. If you are a native Spanish speaker or have someone that you'd like to share the practice with who would like to use it in Spanish, that is available to you with the same practice being led by Agustina Vidal, also from Icarus Project. You can find some of the things we referred to during this practice in the show notes. We encourage you to go back and listen to the corresponding conversation about destigmatizing mental health, that is the episode before this one. Let us know how the practice went for you on Instagram at Healing Justice by communicating with healing justice podcast on Facebook or tweeting at us at H J podcast. And if you feel moved to give an offering in reciprocity and gratitude for this resource, you can do so by contributing as a sustainer at patreoncom slash healing justice. It also means a lot. If you share this podcast, we're just back from season two. So we'd love if you could let your friends know. And also Give us a nice rating or review on whatever platform you're listening on. This episode was generously edited by Rachel Ishikawa and mixed and produced by Zach Meyer at The Coal Room. Thank you for your commitment to building movements that liberate all of us and to doing your own healing work along the way. Hear you next week.